Hi, and welcome to Jacko Talk Show. Woo! Woo! So today we're going to do a podcast about the um, whether a soul exists or not, because Leslie and I were having a conversation earlier mm-hmm. and almost got in a balls out fight because, you know, I don't think there's a soul. She does. And then we also brought Lydia in. Say hello. Hello. Because um, she is the brains behind the operation. So would you like to start out? Um, yeah, should I start by just reading the definition of soul? Yeah, yes. from Wikipedia. All right. Uh, the spiritual or immaterial part of a human being or animal, regardless, oh, sorry, regarded as immortal. Okay. And then, uh, quick overview. The soul in many religious, philosophical, and mythological traditions is the incorporeal essence of a living being. Soul or psyche. To, uh, in ancient Greek, to breathe. Are the mental abilities of a living being, reason, character, feeling, consciousness, memory, perception, thinking, etc. Depending on the philosophical system, a soul can either be mortal or immortal. The Judeo-Christian, only human beings have immortal souls. Although immortality is disputed with Judaism and may have been influenced by Plato. For example, the Catholic theologian Thomas Aquinas attributed soul to all organisms that argued that only human souls are immortal. Okay. okay. All right. So, Jessica, you go first. What are, what are your thoughts on having a soul? Because mine is more complex than... Uh, are you saying I'm not complex? No, 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 no. I'm more complex than, like, what that we are reading. Like, how um, I believe. It's not just black and white for me. Okay. Well, I don't think that what she just read was black and white. But I'll just say that... I don't think when okay when I hear soul I hear um, something that goes on and exists in the you know hereafter or whatever and I don't believe in like afterlife and also it could be said that a soul is just pure energy but like it's I'm using energy to say this right now so is that a soul I mean like that's pretty abstract I think thinking on it. But, I mean, I think it would be pretty, um, what's the word? I want to say, like, you really must think a lot of yourself to think that you have some magical essence that's going to go on for years upon years forever and never be destroyed. Like, I don't think that that's logical, and I don't think that that is something that, like, is real. I mean, obviously there's no real science behind it either, but, I mean faith base alone I'm just gonna say like I don't I mean I think it would it would be really self-centered of me to think that like I'm going to exist forever in some fashion Mm -hmm. other than my body I kind of think differently about it I think that as humans it's like really presumptuous to think that only humans have immortal souls or like even mortal souls because I think that like I think of a soul more as like energy or something that's like distributed through like trees and animals mm-hmm. and all of these other yeah. beings and like more of just like an essence than like a, a like thought process or consciousness. Okay. I hear you. Yeah. I think that too. I think more along the lines of what Lydia's saying. Like, I think we're energy. Like, I don't think necessarily, I don't know what I believe in as far as the afterlife, as far as that goes. I think we're more like all. Inner spirits of the universe or souls of the universe like I think an animal or a tree or a something else or we all have this energy inside of us and I don't know if we'll be conscious of it I don't know but I do think there's something inside of us that's that's helping us decide things and it's part of our soul because we were talking and I was like 
like decisions in your heart like because she was talking about how you've got a brain and that your brain is like what makes you who you are you know and I was thinking well you've got a heart too you can feel your heart and she's we were discussing different yeah that works but I think there's a soul inside of you that you have a soul like you know you can feel it like if you make a bad decision or you're doing something wrong you can feel it inside of you like does your brain make you feel something like that? I'm yeah. Sorry. I mean, I know your I have, brain can. I have but a I just... question for you guys really quick. Okay. Okay. Do you think that, uh, like, if there were a soul, it would be connected to your intuition? Or do you think that they're, like, I guess, Jessa, you would think that they're, like, separate things, like intuition versus, like, soul? Because Leslie just related, like, souls to the feeling you get in the pit of your stomach when you, like, know you're doing something wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. I wonder, like, what what do you feel like that is? Do you think it's, like, a chemical response or, like, how? Um, Well, I think that, you know, different people are raised to feel and think different things. So, I mean, somebody that has been raised to think that, say, like, sex outside of marriage or something is really bad may feel guilty afterwards I don't think that it's like a a soul or like anything like moral that lives inside of you telling you that I think it's that you've been trained to think that so that's how you're going to feel after doing something that you don't feel is right and so like Ed Leslie was also saying earlier that um if someone you just have a feeling that they're a bad person or whatever and that there's possibly Mm -hmm. danger like impending danger or something in a situation and so you're like react to that by thinking okay this is my intuition I need to get out of here but I think you're just picking up on cues that you don't realize you're picking up on like the tone of their voice like whenever someone's lying the tone of their voice is different the the shape their mouth makes is different like Mm -hmm. just their eyes uh, a lot of times don't have any like animation to them they're like dead eyes like so like these are things that you know you can say and you're like oh I know that Like, like that's totally yeah I've always known that but you don't think about it like whenever you're experiencing someone lying to you you're just like this person's lying mm-hmm. you know what I mean so I think it's just like just yeah it's your brain I mean I agree where you're talking about I think that's a good point when you're trained to feel bad for certain things like I know certain religions or I was raised a certain way to feel bad about who I was or how I did things and I know a lot of people have but like I don't know how to explain it like your soul like I don't know how to explain it. I just think people do have a soul. And I don't know why. I, I think it's really sad to think that we don't. And I know what you're it saying. It is sad. I know it what sucks, you're saying. But... I know what you're saying. Like, not us being so self-centered, thinking we're going to go out into the world and, like, live forever. I think it's more of, like, energy and, like, maybe a feeling at peace or something. I don't know. I don't think it's something that, like... How does the feeling of peace relate to this? I'm curious. I don't know. I just think it'd be peaceful to think that you had a soul and it was just peaceful if you died you just feel a peace or you feel like a part of the world. That's it. Like you're not- I think that's beautiful and I would love to believe that, but that is just not realistic. What do you think, Lidster? Um, I really liked uh, how, how Jessa related like societal norms and biases to the actual feeling of intuition because yeah. that like just kind of completely like swayed my mind uh, in that respect, <laughs> me too. like yeah, I did. Yeah, me too. yeah, yeah. Did me it's too. like okay, those so two like, things we can't connect. So like, so what no, is the soul though? What would right? Be soul? So what is the soul? I mean, there's the whole like okay, we're we're alive right now. We're having a conversation. If you just randomly died, Lydia, you would not have like that energy about you. You know what I mean? You would not be animated because your brain would be dead, and so your body would die. So like. I guess you have a a life energy to you, but what's powering that? Like, nutrients, your brain, like, 
science, not like like a light inside of you or anything metaphysical like that. Like, yeah, I think it's I mean? interesting to think about like if animals had souls and we're like eating animals, right? Would like part of that become our body? Because I always like mm-hmm. imagine when I die, like all these little worms are gonna eat me and stuff, and then be like kind of little. Like you're like a little Lydia. Lydia, worm. yeah, well, no. swarming around. Well, have you guys heard of Scientology? They believe that. There's a bunch of souls. Like, I think we inherit all the souls we've had and we'll have souls, like, many souls will attach to us. And it's just, Scientology is crazy. Will you look up Scientology and Google Yeah, and souls. It has to do with souls. Like, but, like, no, I liked what you said, Jessica. That made me think of, like, yeah, to separate it with the brain. But I still think there's something inside of us. That, also, like, I, I hear what you're saying, but, like, okay, so what if, if every... Just say humans, not even animals, plants, or anything else. Mm-hmm. But all humans that have ever existed had a soul. Mm-hmm. Okay, where are they going? Because maybe they don't have mass, but if they exist, they have to exist somewhere. Okay, well, say you see, I'm not saying just specifically ghosts, but say I went to um, a ghost tour in Savannah, and there was this area where they were talking about it feels just cooler because a bunch of bad negative things happened or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, Did you, you can feel cold. That? Yes, I felt cold. My nose got told cold. My dad freaked out. He was freezing cold too. And it's just you can feel energies. I feel like you can feel energy. I can feel energy. You could call it intuition, but how can I just sit and feel like if a person comes in the the room and I just look at him and I can feel that? Like, so is that my brain just telling me to feel it, or is it? I think you're picking up. Well, you say a person comes in, so I think you're picking up on visual cues and sometimes, like, audible cues and things like that. But, like, the thing you're talking about with your dad where you guys went on the ghost tour, mm-hmm. I mean, someone's telling you this as well. I agree. I you agree. You know what I mean? So it's, like, kind of suggesting, like, but you no, should when be you feeling... But no, when you could feel the... No, I, it, it, was, it was like you could really feel it. So do you think there's no such thing as ghosts? Um, okay, so that's an interesting question. Because then I that would void ghosts. your void your thing at all. I totally don't believe in ghosts, but I love the idea of ghosts. Um, mm-hmm. I think that, well, what I used to think, and now I don't really know what I think about it, but I'll say what I used to think, is that ghosts aren't actual spirits floating around or anything or lurking. I think it's like strong energy that's been presented in an area. So like if you guys murdered me all of a sudden and it was pretty brutal and you like made it last like several days in a row or something and I was mm-hmm. suffering really bad in here, you know, the landlord could come in and clean up the blood and everything but I feel like there'd be an energy left of like absolute fear like because I would be experiencing that you guys would probably be elated because you're like super excited about killing me I love that because I feel like you can like without consciously knowing it like Mm -hmm. tell when somebody's fearful or like you can like read people's like chemicals that they're excreting yeah I do think it I mean I think that it it does boil down to that but like in non-beings like not actual humans like I think that a ghost is really just an echo of time. Like, it's an echo of something that possibly happened. Um, the strong energy that was felt and given, you know what I mean, there? What's because the of what happened. Like, but, the, but what's distributing it? If that's energy, that has to be something. Because otherwise, if they just if stuff just happens and nothing leaves any energy or anything, like, and it, energy could be like a soul, right? Okay, but I'm saying I don't believe that anymore. Like... So you don't think that? Not really. Like, okay. I think that, that if I did, that would be the most logical way to believe it, if that makes sense. Because I don't think there's, like, actual, like, spirits or something going around. I think that it's just, like, like I said, like, you've experienced something very strongly in a place. It's kind of like, um, say you lived in a, an apartment with somebody who was very abusive to you. You know what I mean? Whenever that person moves out, 
you probably want to go find another apartment because there's just like it's just stuff hanging mm-hmm. on to it. Now that's something that you personally experienced, so you already know it's there. But I think that if it were possible that like a strong you know, happening, something happened that really just, like, made you feel crazy, like, the person that died in the, in the area, or the suffering, or maybe even the joy, like, it could be either way, you know, whatever strong emotion is felt there, then maybe there could be an echo where it just kind of, like, just stays, sticks around, but I don't believe that anymore. I'm just saying, like, that, I did believe that. That's what I thought ghosts were. Well, if you think about it, too, time, like, time is really crazy, because time is only what's happening right now, like, how do you measure history? Like, with events, it's not, like, the moment of time. Like, time is right now. There's really, like, no existence of time. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Time is Try. happening right now. Yeah. Okay. okay. Right? Um, so the only other time that ever existed before was just from memories. Like, it's not... I don't know how to explain it. I had a good thing. Like, because it, like, happened, so it's not happening right now? Yeah, like, we just... Us just talking, that was in the past. Right. So the time is just right now. There's no... Time is always happening just in this instant. Right. So that's kind of why I'm saying I don't believe it anymore. Because, like, I don't really think that it's possible to probably leave, like, a... A trace. An emotional shit stain on a place. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) I don't think that's exactly what's happening. But if that were, I think that would be the how it happened. Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. But, um... I don't know. I mean, obviously none of us know the answers to any of this, you know what I mean? But, uh, I don't know. It's just that I just don't think that there is... I've always wanted to believe in a soul. Like, I will just be honest about it. Like, whenever I was a kid and, like, I was brought up, like, in a Baptist, like, the Baptist, like, religion, Southern Baptist, whatever, Mm -hmm. um, I just constantly was battling myself. I was like, that is so dumb. Like, I was like, it's beautiful. Like, I would cry in church because uh, I just thought it was so wonderful. And, like, the stories were great. And I loved how it gave people strength. But I was like, that is, like, me going home and reading, um, like, a fairy tale. You know what I mean? It's just, like, it's a story that's meant to teach you something. But it's not real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so... And I do think that, obviously, the, the book, the Bible, was written after... Um, things that happened but I don't think there were necessarily things that happened to Jesus or anything it was just like this is the kind of thing that used to happen so we wrote a story about it involving our God you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so I don't think it's necessarily like fact but um I think I would love for there to be a soul because I would love to go on I mean I know you guys are not saying that you necessarily believe in like heaven but it would be really cool to party with you guys after we died mm, you know what yeah, I mean? right like we could do whatever we wanted like, like you know like I mean? ghost shows like, up to the party oh my god be like, <laughs> i don't know but yeah that would, that would be like a haunting gang like we just haunt people we're a gang of haunts oh my god like that would be super cool if we die and find out that that's possible like we gotta let's get on it. that let's do it definitely we should get t-shirts too yeah ghost t-shirts ghost t-shirts <laughs> yeah But, yeah, so I just don't think it's reasonable. However, it's a beautiful idea. So some of the things that make me think that souls are real Mm -hmm. are, like, reading about near-death experiences. Have you guys ever read about that? I have a little bit, yeah. That's what we kind of, like, start, like, we were talking about. And it's, I wish that I knew more about, like, the chemical exchanges that happen in our bodies, like, whenever we die and stuff. Uh I wish I had, like, that science to whip out, but I don't know much about it. Mm. I don't think a lot of, I don't think that scientists know much about it. It's like a drug. They say it's, like, one of the best highs ever. Like, your body releases all of these chemicals and stuff, so. 
God, I hope it's like that. Yeah, I'm so terrified. It, it of makes dying. me wonder if like those perceptions of like leaving your body and like looking down at yourself are like hallucinating hallucinations from like chemical compounds. And that also happen. maybe like things that have been like like ideas that have been deposited in your brain, mm-hmm. like growing up and stuff. You've, I mean, I heard stuff about that, like yeah, you know, when I was a very like, little kid. Like, you know? even even whenever, you know, whenever you wake up and you feel that, like, falling sensation, uh-huh. like, you fall out of your dream, kind of, and wake up, like, I remember being told as a kid that that was your, like, soul getting back into your body after, like, going out and wandering around all night. Oh, yeah. Things like that that have been, I like, like implanted yeah. from, like, when you're a little kid that, like, make you think that, like, yes, souls exist, but then, like, logically, it's like, we can't really prove this, you know? Well, right. Let me tell you guys a funny story then. Well, the first reason we started talking about this was because we were talking about um, this person, my my friend, he, like, died and whatever. But he's st- he came back to life. He's back. He's back. So he um, he said he hovered above his body and saw behind a, um, saw a oxygen tank and saw the back of the label. And when he woke up, he went and looked back and he saw the label. He, but the only way he could have known is because he floated above his body and saw it. So then that's why we started talking about this. Um, was it super hidden though? Like, I don't. I, feel I don't like know. They could have wheeled him in. He was just like, "That's orange." No, I. <laughs> you know but, what I mean? And just like knocked uh, out. Like but, he was gone. But anyway, like Lydia was talking about. Um, I had another friend that was telling me about how our souls leave our body. You know how you have like some days you wake up and you have this like great, um, great sleep or whatever. Those uh-huh. are the nights your souls leave your body. And um, she says, like, you know how you have deja, or maybe it's reverse, I don't know. I don't know. But you know how you have deja vu sometimes? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that freaks me out. She says your soul, like, leaves your body and plans your day. Like, it plans your, or plans your week. Your soul, every once in a while, leaves your body and plans your week and it comes back. That's cute. Like, that's... No, 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 no. but like, but also aliens were also... (laughs) What? (laughs) There's also other things, like, aliens were secret, but we go back to our planet. Like... We're, we're, oh, I can't explain. It, is like, that Scientology? I feel like that's Scientology. Oh yeah, you looked up. That's kind of okay. Here, but. Yeah. Do you see Scientology and souls? Look that up. Yeah, I looked it up. Um, was it? Say? Let's see. In Scientology, the concept of the thetan is similar to the concept of self or the spirit or soul, as found in several other belief systems. The term is derived from the Greek letter theta, which in Scientology beliefs represents the source of life or life itself. In Scientology, is it is believed that it is the thetan, or uh, not the central nervous system, which commands the body through communication points. Thetans have been described in the Church of Scientology in a number of ways. The thetan is an immortal spiritual being, the human soul, the being who the individual and who handles the lives in the body. The lives. There's in multiple. The, they think yeah. they have a bunch well, of souls. They believe in a bunch of like crazy shit, though. I yeah. I mean, I feel weird like even Didn't, reading like, a storybook writer come up with the Scientology. Yeah, they have all these. Uh... Yeah, it's weird. I watched a whole like three hour documentary on it about it. It's crazy. <laughs> one of my I friends. That. Uh, oh, it's really interesting. One of I my would... friends got like this really awesome job, like working. Uh, I forget who she was working for, and she was so excited about it. It was, like, the best-paying job she'd ever had. And then she started finding all these Scientology handbooks, and she was like, oh, shit, I just quit my job for this. I got to get out of here. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. 
So she, was she was she working for, for Scientologists? Like a, mm-hmm. she didn't and realize. she didn't know until she was like already had quit her other job and stuff. And then she was like, I gotta get out of here. Oh, I mean, I don't think they're like dangerous or anything. I just feel like they're nuts. They don't believe know? in modern medicine I mean, medicine they definitely either, try to indoctrinate people. So that's kind of a good reason to distance yourself. Yeah. Is it Scientology that doesn't, um, doesn't, uh allow you to get medicine or is that like what other religion like you can't go to the hospitals and stuff like oh, that oh i think that's something else i don't yeah. know but i'm not really sure but i do know scientology they do believe that um they also have it's like almost a confession but you like have levels of the scientology you have like 10 levels of you can be in and you have this one person they call it auditing look up scientology auditing you are really just demanding that looking up. <laughs> Will you please look yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just um, think it's really. I think we. I actually need to just know what found this. like what Hubbard actually defined thetan as. Okay, let's so, hear it. Having no mass, no wavelength, no energy, no measurable qualities, and no time or location in space except by consideration or postulate. The spirit is not a thing. It is the creator of things. In a lecture series later published as a book, The Phoenix Lectures. He jokingly points to a study that implied that the Thetan manifests a small but measurable amount of mass. But we just earlier, like, read all the stuff about the 21 grams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how, like, the soul mm-hmm. actually, like, that that whole experiment was kind of... Iffy. Iffy. Yeah. At best. Well, first of all, um, what's his name? Hubbard. Hubbard. He yeah. was the founder. He was nuts. Like no, he was mm-hmm. absolutely nuts. I could write a story and turn it into a religion, too, you know, yeah. like... We should, we'll watch that documentary sometime. I would it's love really that. Good. But if you want to look up auditing, I was just going to yeah, explain it. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to be so demanding. No, you're I fine. Just, I just, well, I just want to be able to explain it good because I always forget how to explain things. But they, I think they tell people, it's almost like a confessional, but I know they have like famous stars that, and you have to confess like Ooh, everything to you them. You can actually find ed, uh, auditing questions online. Yeah, auditing <laughs> questions, that's awesome. Well, they'll have questions and they admit them. But they will use that to blackmail you. I think like Mel Gibson or I don't know who it was. John Travolta. You will tell them all your secrets and they record it. They record all of your secrets. And they're like, we need more money. I don't know exactly (laughs) how it works. But I think that's it's been used against certain people. But it... You're supposed to be, it's letting souls out or I don't know how to explain it. But it's letting like... Like letting out your demons or something? Yeah. But anyway, so Lidster's looking it up for us. But we should watch a whole... We'll watch the documentary one day. And we'll have a whole thing. Like it's a, really a, Scient- good. a Scientology um, podcast? Podcast, yes. I think so that's they, what they, they lay out like a description of the process here if you want to hear a little bit about it. Sure. A little bit would be cool. Okay. In the context of Dianet- Dianetics or Scientology, auditing is the ac- activity where an auditor trained in the task of communication listens and gives auditing commands to a subject who is referred to as a preclear or more often as a PC. While auditing sessions are confidential, the notes taken by the auditor during auditing sessions. Preclears never see their own PC folders. Scientology does not agree with evaluation of a PC. Having a PC observe their own folder might bring an evaluation into his or her universe, making it harder (laughs) for him or her to spot the actual core of a current situation. Mm -hmm. Auditing involves the use of processes, which are set sets of questions asked or directions given by an auditor when the scientific sorry when the specific objective of any one process is achieved the process is ended and another can be started through auditing the subjects are said to free themselves from barriers that inhibit their natural abilities outlining the auditing process scientology founder l ron hubbard explained uh charge is when oh 
Charge is that which prevents the PC from thinking on a subject, prevents him from thinking on a subject or getting rid of a subject or approaching a subject. Sum it up to handling a subject. Charged. Okay, that is look up, crazy. Look up some auditing questions. Let's answer some auditing questions. I think, <laughs> well, I Let's definitely, see I can see, like, afterwards. that would make, I could, you know, confessing. It's like confessing, and we do, like, I've. It makes you feel better. It's good to talk about. It's like therapy. You know what's really funny? The, the way that, like, was actually, like, said by L. Ron Hubbard, like, where he said the same thing, like, 50 times in a different way, mm-hmm. made me be like, okay, shut the fuck up. I'll say whatever you want me to. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> I would like pay. I wish he was still alive so I could see him say that. Yeah, that'd be and really. They, but the words they use, they don't use like layman term or whatever. He just, whatever. It's he's just... cre- he was a creative guy, <laughs> creative or something. But it's really interesting the whole documentary about it. But, um, but okay. So if you think that if you guys think that there's a soul. Do you think that, like, it goes somewhere after death? Or do you think, like, okay, so I used to think whenever I was a kid, uh, when I started reading about religion and stuff like that, um, I kind of, like, did away with the whole idea of heaven. And so I kind of, like, believed in reincarnation, but not, like, in the way that, like, one soul goes from a body to a different body to a different body. It was kind of like I imagined once you die, like, your energy goes back into a big cauldron of soup. And then, like, somebody takes, a, whenever someone's born, a big spoonful out. And so it could be part of you and part of, like, other, like, it could mm-hmm. be several different parts. Ooh, that's a good theory. And yeah, so, I like, like and mm-hmm. so, like, I figured, like, because it's all, like, you're saying energy. And energy technically can't be destroyed, like, one way or another. It's Correct. being, it's mm-hmm. being, like, worked. It's being, like, you know, all the time. Like, it's just changing. And so I figured, like... You could be different parts of people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if the spoon kind of hit one little person, like, kind of a lot, you could be a lot of one person, a little bit. You know what I mean? But it's all different. But I don't think that anymore or anything. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, but I do think that that would be kind of how it would be. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it was kind of just eternal. Like, you just keep, like, you just keep, you know, working it. And mm-hmm. that's that's kind of why you go, you know, you both know, right, that I don't want to be buried. Like, I'm terrified of yeah. it. Because I want, if, if this body carries energy, it to go back into the earth. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I feel like that stops you right there. Like, if you're well, buried and trapped in two well, different boxes. if you boxes, don't believe in the soul, in souls, we're burying you. So oh, That's no, evil. But I'm just saying, you're, <laughs> you're the one saying, I don't believe in it at all. Then why would you care if you're buried or whatever? So obviously you believe in something. I don't know. I don't know. I just so feel you like, can't. I don't. I just. I want. I want to rot. Like you know what I mean. Like I don't want to be embalmed. I don't want to be like preserved yeah, in any sort of fashion. Yeah. I don't want to be stuck in a box. Like I know to it's just not be me. Just like mm-hmm. how I am. But yeah. this body took energy, baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So like you know like from eating food <laughs> and mm-hmm. just like walking around and doing my thing like um this is the body that I would have taken around with me my entire life right like mm-hmm. I don't want it to be like not back into the pot basically so mm-hmm. see you're still you're believing in something ah. kind of a little bit you're like I don't believe in it but I'm very specific, specific about, about like, how I've thought this out I do not want if to I had a soul if <laughs> I had a soul it's not quite a soul though is it it's just like it's the it's energy whatever you want to call it it's whatever I mean yeah I don't know it's it, like, nobody can prove anything, so yeah. it's, 
it's just yeah. fun to think about. Like, yeah. What do you think exactly? You haven't really said what how you feel. And I oh, guess I haven't really said um, exactly. I don't know. I, I think my ideas about it change really frequently. Yeah, like, mine too. I mean, obviously, I can't remember anything before I was born. So I kind of take that into consideration <laughs> for, like, what's going to happen to me after death. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I do believe that, like, we all have a good measure of, like, grace and energy and stuff that uh, can be recycled back into the earth. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I don't really want to be preserved when I'm dead either. I'd like for, like, a whole bunch of worms to just, like, gobble me up. Yeah, like you are saying. It. Yeah. All little idiots. I think it's cool to be <laughs> a tree. A lot of people, like, plant their body below a tree and you're, you're like, body can nourish the tree. Yeah, yeah. I like That'd that idea, cool. too. I just listened to this really cool podcast about uh, death. And it was this mortician who, like, was doing some... I guess it was, like, her first job, and she was in this, like, big industrial metal place, like, embalming bodies, and, like, it was so impersonal and, like, shitty, and she's like, how did we get to this point where it's, it's like, I work at McDonald's, but I'm, like, taking care of people's dead bodies, you know? Yeah. And so she started her own company where she actually uh, buries bodies on, uh, like, I think, like, private property and like makes it so that because if there's a cemetery there it can't be like uh turned into like a big commercial area or anything yeah there are like certain laws that go along with like cemetery regulations Mm -hmm. so she's like burying all these people naturally and like making more cemeteries that like have to be public parks and stuff Mm -hmm. and it's just like oh wow like how do you turn such Mm -hmm. like a creepy job that you're like really distressed by into such a beautiful thing where you like help families mourn and you like really take loving care of people right I think you would feel I mean because I know like some of those cemeteries they don't have like headstones Mm -hmm. like wouldn't you feel much more comfortable going to like a park like a quote-unquote park um than like a cemetery to visit your loved one like you may not know exactly where they are but just to walk around in that park or something Mm -hmm. just is like Mm -hmm. they're here you know like yeah and like have celebrations and they have friends here like exactly i don't know like i think and you that's neat yeah, like, mm-hmm. I think that would be really cool. I would, that's basically how I want to be buried. Like, that's, I don't know if, like, my family would be able to afford that or anything, because it sounds really fucking expensive. I wonder how hard it would be for us to, like, buy, uh, like, cemetery land and get it, like, legal so that we can all be buried in just, like, a park and, like, have I nice things I think in Indiana, there. it's illegal not to be embalmed. Or, or cremated, probably. There's got to be yeah. some way around that, because we always have all these politicians like, it's against my religion to serve to gay people. So, like, we yeah. could say it's <laughs> yeah. against my religion to be embalmed, so yeah, yeah. suck it. That's interesting, yeah. I mean, yeah, even if you're cremated, you have to be embalmed. Oh, yeah, and that's such a, yeah, you do. Like, that seems I like that would be I think that's just gross. a money grab. Yeah. Like, that's got to just be a money grab. They it's like, say it has something to do with, like, Cleanliness, but that's like a bunch of like lobbying money from just gigantic corporations who have been like embalming people for a hundred years that want all the money. Uh, How long is how long have people been embalming? I don't know. Uh, Many of years. (laughs) I mean, I think all that stuff is because it's like, well, I mean, like you know, in Egypt or whatever, where they would bury somebody, they'd mummify them so they they would last basically forever, and then they'd put. All kinds of shit in there, like food and uh, drawings on yeah. how to get to the other world. Yeah. Um, sometimes their servants, they would make, the, they kill them and put them mm-hmm. in there too. Like, you might need these guys. Mm-hmm. 
You well, know, like, I think this entire time that we've been a human species, we've wanted the answer. idea of peace. Yeah. Like, that, like, okay, well, death isn't scary. It, you know, you'll last forever. So they find different ways of, like, tricking themselves or other people into thinking there is a way that you can last forever. And mm-hmm. so... I think it's just really silly. I don't know. I got a question. Um, Go ahead. Would you guys, if you could be like frozen and brought back in time, would you do it? When I first heard about that, I was stoked. Yeah, I think I was it'd like, be That's awesome. What I want. I'll be like frozen. I don't know I if they'll be able be to do cool it. I think it'd be I could do it with you guys. But I feel yeah. like if I like Aww. showed like up froze. somewhere and like was like just myself in like the future, I'd be like, I don't know what's happening. It'd be like being in prison for like, like in vanilla sky years or yeah. something. Yeah. He like doesn't have money when he comes back or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Sorry, spoiler if you haven't seen it. Is he the man? <laughs> no, uh Vanilla Sky. Remember? Oh, oh, it's been a while since Oh uh, well, it had cryogenic that was frozen in time too. Oh yeah, I forgot yeah. about you that. You got like a you got like a, a good movie. I'm like Encino Man. Like, <laughs> Same Vanilla Sky and Encino Same. Man. But yeah, I think that uh, they said it's kind of like meat that's been frozen. Whenever you like heat it back up, it that like the structure of it. And changes. yeah, what if your brain would like not remember everything? And be all, you'd be like really pointless. Dumb. Yeah. I don't know. I'd be like, let me get in that flying car. I think that's another thing of just people trying to make money off the fact that people are afraid of dying. Oh, yeah. You know. but I don't think it would work at all. No, but, but it's a cool idea. What do you think about the... You've seen it too, Lidster. Um, the episode of Black Mirror where they... Spoiler alert. They... Or, I don't know, I guess you can have your brain, like, go to a different, like, virtual reality. Oh, it gets uploaded to uploaded different to, worlds? Yeah, to a world, and you just live in that world forever. I'd be all about it. Me too. Yeah, me too. Oh, and good news. Mm-hmm. Embalming is not required by law in Indiana. Awesome. No, fine. Good. I'm glad. Of course, like, when I die, like, people are, they're not, it's like, whenever you die, none of your wishes are actually no, generally, at like, granted no. at all. Like, my family would be like, let's put her in a box, you know? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. it's like, right, as I'm dying, I'll just take blood and write it on the wall, don't put me in a box. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then like, a smiley face. My possible it. soul might need to escape. Smiley. No. Oh please, gosh. please understand. Alright. But, yeah, so, uh, what did you guys want to say about the Grams? You were telling me, like, you were, like, trying to sell me on this thing that, like... Okay, well, now that I read about it a little bit. Okay, so, they made a movie. I don't... Was it called 21... I don't know the yeah, name Yeah, it was of the called movie. 21 Grams. 21 Grams. They said, when you die, your soul weighs... Um, your, your, your soul leaves your body and is 21 grams, because the scientist, scientist did this experiment. Side note, before uh, Lydia tells us about it, I'm not asking her or demanding her to do that. She's already looked at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but, uh, so, me and Jessica were talking about it, and Jessica's like, well, it's probably because they flex their muscles real hard, and then when they die, they, like, relax them. And I was like, so their muscle flex is 21 grams? I don't like, know. Okay, so, I mean, maybe, well, it is a theory. you read about it, and then okay. I'll tell, I'll just say what my theory right, was right. on it, which is ridiculous, so. Right. Okay, Most all right. Most of are, too. The 21 grams experiment refers to a scientific study published in 1907 by Duncan McDougall. A physician from Haverhill, Massachusetts, McDougall hypothesized that souls have physical weight and attempted to measure the mass lost by a human when the soul departed the body. McDougall attempted to measure the mass change of six patients at the moment of death. One of the six subjects lost three-fourths of an ounce, 21.3 grams. McDougall stated his experiment 
would have been repeated many times before the conclusion could be obtained. The experiment is widely regarded as flawed and unscientific due to the small sample size, the methods used, as well as the fact that only one of six subjects <laughs> met, met the hypothesis. So Leslie didn't know is only one of okay. six subjects. Also, let's do our own our own test and just like get a Wikipedia article about us after doing like one positive thing, and we're like, <laughs> right? Like he only did one test, and he's got a whole Wikipedia since yeah. it's nineteen oh seven. Chocolate makes you lose weight too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, is that in Wikipedia? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, sorry. Anyway, so... So, yeah, I was like, okay, well, I can explain that. Yeah. And I was thinking, okay, so, like, whenever you lose, like, all muscle control, like, everything and just completely goes limp, like, maybe that would be the loss of grams, because... And then Leslie was like, well, why would that make you... I mean, you'd still be the same body, and I'm like... Well, you know, like, whenever <laughs> muscles, like, get stronger, they get, way like, more. way more. So maybe it's just a tenseness in the muscles. And then when the tenseness, like, goes away, like, then you're, like, lighter. So tense, tense, weighs money. Or weighs money. I wish. Tense, weighs money. I'd be really rich. Tense, <laughs> weighs, like, a weight. Yeah, like, the tension. I don't know. I just, like, when you get into, when you get on a scale and you, like, kind of like flex your butt and like flex your body and like tense it up and stuff that the weight like goes up and down does it have I think you not noticed well that? that's your body pushing down when you're tense and you're pushing down harder. but is it any more body pushing down no it's your whole body on top no, of that but scale. like okay so my hand can weigh like this or i can do this like when you tent you push down but when your whole body is on top of the scale i agree but like but, like, you can push down, like, right now. But can you kind of see what I'm saying? I do. I do kind of see what you're saying. Well, the criticism here says that it's, like, sweat, maybe? like. Uh, this... But it said moment of death. Yeah, this guy Clark noted that at the time of death, there's a sudden rise in body temperature as the lungs are no longer cooling blood, yeah. causing a subsequent rise in sweating, which could easily account for McDougal's missing 21 grams. But still, wouldn't they be, like, on the... That seems like a lot of sweat. That's a lot of sweat, yeah. 21 grams of sweat. At that moment, too. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, wouldn't the sweat just end up on the scale? Yeah, Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Like, it would still be there. Right. But, I mean, I heard that cadavers, they shit after they die. So maybe he just (laughs) moved it after it Maybe he was just trying to be nice, and he's like, actually, it's like all the poop and pee. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> See, that's that's the tenseness holding on to your bowels. There could and your be bladder. air in your body too. There could be air that does like air weigh. <laughs> the air doesn't weigh. You're right. That's the, the air doesn't have any weight to it. I don't feel like it might. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about what, no, not grams. gas. I don't know. You that fart. Would... You just fart, and then yeah. there's less of a. I don't know. Obviously, this has well, not been tested again. And we are I don't not, think people take this seriously. Clearly, should not be scientists. And here. only one in six people actually have souls. <laughs> in, <laughs> in 1907, it has been determined. <laughs> yeah. that only one in six people actually have a soul. They made a, a movie soul. about it, so <laughs> other people <laughs> are just come like, up with a hypothesis uh, and then get a movie written about it after get one in six people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. actually surprised that this hasn't been retested. Like it, it maybe it has. I don't know. I mean, let's do it. I mean, do you guys, you saw that show, the OA. Yeah. Right. And the guy was trapping all those people. To, yeah. Um, I guess was he testing death? Uh, how how long they could stay dead and bring them back or something? I don't something know. and like then they would go somewhere. 
right? I think, I forget. I don't know. But I think he mentioned in the show, this character said something about the Grams. I remember that. Yeah, he did. He did. Did they ever make another season of that? They're making it right now. But I don't understand because, okay, if, spoiler alert, if anybody's <laughs> seen it, we're not going to tell you the end. The ending doesn't make it seem like they could be in a, there could be another season. Oh, I thought... Or maybe, but I just don't know. I think... Because she was talking... Okay, so there's two things that weren't answered. It was the fact that she had that guy she was trying to help yeah, or something. Simpson or something? Something. Know. And Samson. then also she was like, loved wolves. Remember she bought that like sweater yeah, that had yeah. the wolf on it? And she's like, that guy, whatever his name, mm-hmm. Samson, we'll call him. Um, Samson loved wolves or something. And yeah. nobody said... So there's like so many questions unanswered That's about true. that. All right. But um, what a great show. Highly recommended. All right. Well, we are about to... Let it go. We're just going to let it go and let God. Let it go, let God. And it is... Um... I don't know. It's good to have Lydia here with us. She's in from San Francisco. So. Hell yeah. Thanks and she's for having me. Brains. She's and also brains. a computer with Wikipedia. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. And reading abilities. Thank you, Lydia. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Thanks for having we me. We need you always here to help us with our conversations. Cause... Because otherwise you're just like, why? Well, I, I don't know. Maybe. It could be. <laughs> don't quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I so, think air weighs something. I don't know. <laughs> like, air does not weigh. But um, if you guys have any ideas for our next podcast, or you would like to comment on this, like, the existence of a soul, do you have proof? I want to know. Yeah, have you ever had any, uh, like, near-death experiences or actually experiences when you, I don't know, just came any, out of your body? I don't know. Went anything. to see aliens? Something. <laughs> You went back to your planet, and you lost 21 grams, and then it, you regained Came, it when you got yeah, back. Yeah, and you were on the scales. You guys want to wrap up with some Scientology auditing questions? Yes. Let's do that real quick. <laughs> All right. Close your eyes. Okay. okay. Recall a time when you felt affinity for someone. What is affinity? Like, niceness? Like? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, I guess it's... Uh, sense of connecting, too, right? Or... Uh, an affinity. Yeah, you feel like a special yeah. like, connection or something. Okay. okay. You go All ahead. Right. Has anything been suppressed? What does that mean? I don't know. I don't have my e-meter hooked up, so. Yeah, there's a meter that. Has uh, anything been suppressed, like, in the affinity? It seriously um, measures, like, the energy in the room. They have these things, and you put it on. You... Has anything been misunderstood? I don't know. Clearly, Scientology I mean, I feel like you could answer that in 50 different kinds of ways. Right, yeah. More than that, you know. Of course, you felt affinity and, like, Things were suppressed, and then, you, like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, it'd be weird if things weren't. Like, I always like everything, always, and everything's great. I never feel upset. I think know? this religion is just for people that like to hear themselves speak. Yeah. Like yeah. us, when we have a, it's we like, have a we're podcast. Have a podcast. <laughs> it's like, like if you don't have any friends, and, like, you really want to tell people about stuff in your life. Like, this sounds like a job interview, some yeah. of these questions. Can you give us an example from your own career when you answered a series of questions what? and got a win? What is a win? In, I don't either. In, okay. So pretty much, you everybody, so anybody you that manipulated listens, people yeah. and got a. I mean, that's I what I know. heard, mm-hmm. basically. Right. I don't know. So, if you're a Scientologist, we are sorry if we are. We're not making you. fun. I'm of not you. sorry. We're just trying to. <laughs> Lydia's <laughs> not sorry. I'm just trying to <laughs> understand the religion a little bit more, um, and we maybe we'll look into it and do a podcast just about it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. 
All right. Well, thanks, guys. Um, I feel like we never thank you for actually listening. Yes, we really that's do true. super appreciate it. Yeah. And we watch it. We like watch who's like listening. And we, if we can stalk you, we would stalk you, but we aren't able to. So let us know who you are, and we'll talk to you next yes. time. Bye-bye. Bye bye.